Good morning, Sugar Cube. Or should I say morning? Morning. Yeah. For, it's, it's been a morning. Yeah, for reference, we both dropped, like, our mics just fell over, like, twice each, right before we were starting. And then we s- tried to start, and my mic fell, and it's not even like I'm in a bad mood or anything. It's just, like, like I was getting ready, and usually if I shower and I'm done in the shower by 9.30, I'm okay. 8.30. 8.30, yeah. But, and usually I can get ready at least by 9.02. <laughs> At least by 9.02. But for some reason, this morning, I couldn't do it. We're still recording around the same time we normally would, though. True. But it threw me off. And now I'm like, hmm. Yeah, I didn't have time to straighten my hair. I just, like, didn't do it. I guess I probably could have with the few extra minutes that you took. But I was like, I'd rather be safe. Yeah. But You no. know what I blame it on? I blame it on the fact that Starbucks is out of almond milk. Yeah, everything is their fault. I'm mad about the oat milk. Literally, okay, guys, it takes a lot for me to try a new drink at Starbucks. You know this. Like, it takes a lot for me to try. I used to try a lot of different ones, but then I got so used to what I usually get that I just wouldn't try anything new. But I tried the sugar cookie almond milk latte, and I loved it. Then I tried it with oat milk, loved it even more. And I've only gotten to try it with... 2% because they were out of both and like I went like the two days after they released it yeah it's crazy and I'm just like not only does it suck because obviously everyone wants to try this new drink the only new drink they're like they've released like they might release a Taylor one but like not confirmed and like honestly I don't care that much I heard that it was just a non-fat non-fat caramel latte I I can get that normally I'm like, like, if you were really a Taylor fan, you would just order it, you know? Yeah, and I'm, like, not to be that person, but I'm, like... They're going to upcharge it. You're not special for getting a non-fat caramel latte. Yeah, also, they're just going to upcharge it once they attach Taylor's name to it. Yeah. I wish that her drink would be, like, a a maple... I don't know, some fall shit, Yeah, you know? fall shit. Red fall shit. Put some I red sprinkles. I saw somebody online say that she should have done it during the 1989 re-recordings because of the misheard lyric in Blank Space where it's like, got a long list of ex-lovers and people think it's got a long list of Starbucks lovers. I've never heard that. Really? Because that's... No, that's very common also that came out that album we were in like middle school or at least that's when i listened to it a lot i'm pretty sure yeah eighth grade and i was a little whore so i knew exactly what it was saying i bought that album the day it came out yeah that was like one of the i never misheard it yeah me either a lot of people do what was the one line from one of the fearless volt songs that lauren got mixed up and it just like didn't make any sense it was something about, like, summer or... I don't even remember which song it was, but it just didn't make any sense. Yeah, it didn't make sense, and we were like, you really thought it was that? Well, like, but I am guilty of, um, what is it, Death by a Thousand Cuts? I, like, almost always used to get that one lyric wrong. It's, like, um, grinning like the devil or something. Um, oh, Cruel Summer. Cruel Summer. Oh, my God. 
y'all this morning uh, i promise i know the difference between those two songs they just both go really hard like i always thought it was like he looks so greedy like a devil oh which like greed is like one of the seven circles of hell so i don't feel like that's weird see the first time i heard it i thought it was he looks so pretty yeah i used to do and that one too and then i saw on twitter it was he looks up i did and i'm like I did pretty, <laughs> and then I did greedy, and then I finally realized what it was. Yeah. But only after being shamed. Like, okay, yeah. correct me on the lyric. You don't have to be a cunt about it. Oh, bitch. Oh, my God. I'm going to stop trying to say that word when we record. Y'all, I do not mean it in, like, a bad way. It's just, like, I just like that word, okay? I had some European, like, online friends growing up that I would, like, FaceTime all the time. So then, like, I would just say it. and You can I've, always cut it out, too. That's so much work, though. I'm just going to get... Like, I did pretty good for a while not saying it. Just the last two episodes. Not great. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just going to be better about it because I know it offends people for whatever reason. Speaking of offending people, let's talk about The Bachelor. Yeah, but before we do, I need to cut yeah. this open. Fair. I'm tired. Wow. You know, like, people are probably judging us so hard for drinking, like, pops in the morning. Or sodas. Oh, well, you have, like, um, an energy drink, though. Mm-hmm. I feel a little bit better. Is it bad that anytime I have an issue on Monday or Wednesday, my first thought is, I should just skip class. Oh, yeah, you do have a class today. I was like, you work today. What do you mean? Yeah, I work until 4, and then I have a class. See, I have a class tonight, but it's the one I actually like, and he takes attendance. Mm. And I have a friend in there. Mm. But, oh, my God. I'm over my Monday class, though. I'm over. But Tuesday nights are always the best. Like I was telling you, though, I wasn't as excited for last night's episode for some reason. Like, I was really excited after last week. And then I just wasn't that excited yesterday, and I normally am very excited by the time it's time to watch The Bachelorette. Me too, but I have other reasons that we can talk about later. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> I was just having an off day, I think. That's fair. Um, and yeah, we'll talk more about it later. But, so... Episode um, four. Episode four. And uh, just a quick side note, you guys... When this episode started, Michelle, she had, like, some shine on her nose, and I thought she was wearing a nose ring. And she would look so good with a double hoop or something. She would look so good, and I'm just like, Michelle, like, even a fake. Literally, it'd be so cute. It would. She would so pull it off. Yeah. Um, Um, This week um, was the first week we had two one-on-ones and one group date. Yeah, see, I was right. Yeah. yeah, I was like, at one point, there should be two one-on-ones. It, I just got it mixed up. It feels soon, though, because so we started the episode with 14 men, and we mm-hmm. ended with 11. Mm-hmm. Um, mm. So it seemed like a lot to have 12 men on the group date. I would feel so overwhelmed. But when we get to the group date, I definitely have thoughts on that. Yeah, I... About having 12 yeah let's just talk about martin because by the end of the episode we kind of forgot his one-on-one even happened Mm, yeah we have some opinions so martin got the first one-on-one and first of all i noticed 
He has a flower tattoo behind his ear. Yeah. It's so pretty. I pointed it out a while ago. I don't I know just, that it was on air, though. I don't think I remembered it. But I love it. I saw it, and I was like, damn, maybe I should get a flower tattoo behind my ear. Oh, my God. You totally should. <laughs> I should. It's so I, cute. You, that's also funny, because last night I had a dream that Cross wanted to get a tattoo, and then I wanted one. Not to get matching tattoos, yeah. but, like, we were going to get a tattoo. Like, together, but, like, different yeah. tattoos. Yeah. That's so funny. But yeah, so Flower Tattoo, I really like that. He didn't have his glasses on during the day, which was unfortunate. Cause yeah, we love the glasses. He looks so cute in them. Yeah, I um, was obsessed with the, like, racing and, like, everything. Mm-hmm. I thought that was fun. And I'm not normally that type mm-hmm. of girl, I don't think. Like, Actually, for me, I thought it was boring. <laughs> but in my defense... I mostly thought it was boring because it's just a recycled date. Matt and Jessenia yeah. did this on Matt's season. No, they recycle it pretty much every season, if not every other season. Um, I don't really think we've seen an original date yet. No. And I don't and know that we will. I think, and it usually wasn't a problem, but I think since COVID happened, they've just had trouble figuring out what to do safely, so. Yeah, but also, my thing with that is I can't really make an excuse for that anymore because now they're taking all of them to Minneapolis. Yeah, I agree. So, I don't know how that, like, nothing against Minneapolis. Like, I don't know. It's just, like, they're all having them travel instead of just saying where they've been. That just seems like traveling hasn't been on any of the COVID seasons. No, this is definitely more normal. Yeah. And I know Clayton's season is going to be that way, too. Yeah, Clayton's going to be back in the mansion, right? Yeah. Mm. That's the shit. <laughs> yeah. He has, like, that mansion energy. I don't know. I don't know. Also, the mansion just reminded me of specifically of The Bachelor for some reason. Yeah. Well, here's my thing is, like, I still... I love him. Like, he's probably who I would pick for myself right now, maybe, but I'm still like, wait, I don't know him. Yeah, here's the thing. Besides the ones that Michelle has shown that she really likes, we don't really know the men. Like, Leroy's still here, and I'm so happy, but, like, we know literally nothing about Leroy. Yeah. Besides, he's attractive as hell. Yeah. 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 And they really said, I know we're going to talk about the group date in a minute, but oh my god, they like, all the other guys got fucked over when they put Leroy in those pajamas. They were so cute. And then he had a necklace. Yeah. Mm-hmm. He was not wearing his glasses like at all though, and I was so sad. I, I, I guess apparently him. we're just like glasses people. Like I get during the date, but like during like the party, I was kind of like wanting... Yeah. him to wear them because he just looks so stylish with them and it's very attractive mm-hmm. to me when a guy has a good pair of glasses mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah yeah but so um during the day portion of michelle and martin's date though i was already like something fell off to me i was like getting weird vibes from him they were he... acting different than they normally do together i feel like yeah. And this isn't why I got bad vibes, but I wrote it down. Um, he just, he seems shy. But again, that's not why I got vibes. But in general, I think he seems kind of shy. And then um, 
he said something along the lines about like feeling like the luckiest man ever and i hate there was at least two or three of those comments this episode i feel mm-hmm. like and i wrote them down I I just disregard it because I'm just like it's so irritating to me. It's so irritating and it gives me bad vibes. And then so they get to the hot tub or makeshift hot tub which was probably like whatever it was outside temperature. Yeah. <laughs> Disgusting like ooh. It reminds me of a tub that my grandma had outside that she would use to wash the dogs. Yeah. <laughs> no, I just remembered this episode of My 600-Pound Life, and they had one of those on the porch for the guy. Oh and when God. you said that, it made me, like, remember it. Yeah. But I guess that's their hot tub. Yeah. And so in the hot tub, you know, it's supposed to be all steamy and shit, but no, he brings Jamie up. Does he bring it up? Or does... He brought it up. Okay. Because Michelle was just talking in general about struggling and then, like, trying to find her path and whatever. And then he brought up Jamie. Yeah. And essentially he ends up saying that he still thinks Jamie is a hell of a man. And, like, and he made sure to, like, say that he more so meant, like, from his perspective... Um, as a, one of the guys rather than Michelle's perspective as the bachelorette. Yeah, well, and see, initially I wrote down why bring Jamie up just because I was like, why would you bring up another guy in general on your one-on-one time? And then when she started to talk, I was like, shit, I didn't even think about that because she's starting to say, like, does this mean he doesn't trust my decisions and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, damn, she has a point. I disagree. Why? I just feel like you should be able to talk to a potential partner about anything, even if it seems harsh. And I just think that the show, I have a couple other comments about the show structure and like how it's been done in the past. Like throughout this whole episode, there was a lot of stuff that was irritating me. But it makes it seem like no matter who the lead is and no matter who they're talking to, that the other person is not allowed to have their own opinions. And, like, I get what she's saying. Like, I'm not saying I don't at all. Um, And I'm not even, like, agreeing with what Martin's saying because I fucking hate Jamie. But I think that you should be able to share differing opinions. And if you can't do that this early on, it's only going to become more of a problem later on. So I just feel like they should be able to share their opinions with one another. Yeah, I agree with that, but to me, it felt like he was making her feelings invalid. And I think maybe it was just a trigger because I remember when I was with a certain someone and there would be kind of discussions where I would express how I was feeling and he would instantly be like, well, I mean, you need to consider this and that, but like kind of in a condescending way. And so it just like... It made me... No, and I get what you're saying. He was also talking over Michelle. That was my biggest problem is he kept talking over her after he would, like, be quiet for a while. Mm -hmm. So I had a problem with that. But I just didn't, like, 
how defensive Michelle was. I think it was kind of this whole episode, to be honest. Yeah, she was extremely defensive the entire And it was just like, I love Michelle, and maybe I'm just being nitpicky at this point, but I'm just like, in my head, it is still a two-way street for relationships. So, like, she can't just expect all these men just to be perfect. Nobody is going to just be perfect and check all the boxes and go about life seamlessly Mm -hmm. so well here's my thing so when he talked about it in the hot tub I was pissed but then later at night it made more sense yeah and I think he handled it better at night than he did in the morning I I definitely do too um I think he did a really good job of addressing what happened and um one of my biggest things is like when you're discussing something when you just continue to bring up the logistics of what happened rather than trying to figure out why it happened and how to prevent it in the future and I don't think Martin did that so I really appreciated it because Mm -hmm. I just feel like once you just refer back to what the disagreement was in the first place you just start talking in circles and then kind of miss the point of like it already happened you can't like fix it all you can do is like work for like not having it happen again in the future yeah that makes sense one thing that I did appreciate is that he really did hear her out you could tell he was really listening to what she was saying. Um, he brought up how he doesn't cry. And, like, how it's hard for him to open up emotionally and be... And, like, show his emotions, which I very much... I can identify with that as well. I identify so hard with that. Um, I wrote down, like, he was talking about how he's too logical and not emotional enough. And, like, I I feel that, like... Yeah, and I it made me feel worried for him because that's something a lot of people struggle with. But I feel like a lot of people watching are just going to take it as a red flag when I'm like, no, it's it's hard when you're... Yeah, and I think the thing is, so many people have so many emotions and, like, are very expressive, and there's nothing wrong with that either. I don't think there's wrong either side being in the middle. I just think people who have have struggled to share their emotions understand that more than people who are able to express a lot of emotions, if that makes sense, Mm -hmm. because, like, I feel like we completely understand, and, like, I'm not trying to, like, generalize about anything I just feel like whenever I've tried to explain to someone I've been close with who is like very emotional and very expressive that I'm just not like that so like I don't catch up like I don't pick up on all of those things sometimes Mm -hmm. they don't really understand and they just treat it like I'm being insensitive when I'm not being insensitive it's just I am not very expressive if that makes sense yeah that's my thing. I was about to say that a lot of it is I do have a lot of motion, emotions internally, but for me, it can be really hard to express that outwardly, especially depending on who I'm around. Yeah. I think the date did feel kind of emotionless, but then like how they were talking about the, how they both struggle with that, it made sense to me, and I do feel like and allowed them to connect and if they can work to overcome it together they could still build something strong so 
I was happy they worked through it because I do still like Martin. It's just one conversation that was kind of like a hiccup, you know? Mm-hmm. For me, I think it was a great conversation at night, but I don't really see him in the final three. Oh, no, no, I don't even see him in the final five. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying. like if they No, I know. That through. wasn't targeted towards you. Yeah, no. Um... Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you didn't even see him in any of the previews next week either for the next week's episode. Yeah, like, by the end of the episode, he was irrelevant. I mean, Will. Like, he was all the talk for the past two weeks, and we didn't see You said him. Will, and I was like, Who? No, you literally look so confused. I thought it was so funny, like, because the only thing I remember noticing about him on this date is that they gave him the most basic-ass black silk PJs, and everybody else got something kind of funny or cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, speaking of the group dates, so they get the group date card at the house, um, and then when we get the group date, it makes us realize, oh, Rick's going to get the one-on-one. And then... Nate. Um, so, yeah, Nate makes a comment about how... Um, He's not really, he's not worried. He knows he's going to get a one-on-one. It's just about when. And mm, I can so tell by your it, tone that okay. we disagree about this. At first it annoyed me because he did. He came off cocky. However, I get what he's, no, here's the thing. I get what he's saying and I'm like, yeah, that makes sense. Like, it's not really, it doesn't matter. It's just like a matter of when. But the way he said it, it was just, it seemed arrogant to me. See, I just felt like it was him being confident in his relationship with Michelle. See, but for me, I'm like, confidence, there's such a big difference with, like, confidence and then just being cocky, you know? In in the moment, he felt cocky to me. Even though I agree with what he was saying, I was like, that's valid. I feel like there was, like, um, a flip in his edit this episode. Yeah. He got a very different edit. Well, I don't know how to feel because at certain points in the episode, I was like, yes, I still stand him. And then there was other times where I was like, oh, shit, did I speak too soon? I'm not going to change my mind yet. I still We'll talk really more like about him. him eventually. Well, yeah, I, I have a feeling. He said a couple of things, though, that really pissed me off. Also, though, no, 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 I, I agree, I agree. I will say I think Michelle was saving some of her men that she holds special to her for the Minneapolis one-on-one because she knew they would be going. Mm-hmm. There's no way she didn't. So that is the sole reason I don't think Nate and Joe have gotten one-on-ones yet. Otherwise, I think they would have. I don't even think it's that. I think it's more like she already knows she has such a strong connection with them that she doesn't feel the need right now. See... I would just rather strengthen those already strong relationships, in my opinion. I think it depends on who you are, because for me, I'm like, well, if I feel strong about this person, how do I know it couldn't be this other person who I haven't talked to? Because, I mean, in my personal experience, that's what happened. So. I just feel like if someone's not already sticking out to me in a group, 
and like I already like and I'm not being like drawn to that person and wanting to spend more time to them and I'm just bringing them on the date to figure it out like I guess it depends on who you are okay but, but my thing is like there's a difference when it's like if it would have been Romeo versus like I get why she took Rodney on a date. no yeah yeah so yeah no and like that's the thing it depends on who you are yeah Agreed. Um, so I have more on other men, too. Like yeah. Ronnie. But we'll get to that. Yeah, So yeah. we have a slumber party date. Which I actually thought was pretty cute. I'm not going to lie. And first of all, I noticed Clayton and there was one other person in a robe. And I was like, I felt bad. I think Casey was in like this like turquoise oh, yeah. silk. silk. And I'm like, why would you choose a silk robe? Yeah, I thought him. Clayton's was so accurate for him, though. Like, I don't know. He reminded me of a huge teddy bear, and I love it. I know. I love him. I want to cuddle him. <laughs> um, And then Chris S. is in a top and undies. Yeah, that one scene of him before the date was funny. I'm going to give him that. I think oh it was God, really funny. But once they got on the date, one of the first few things they showed, they only showed it for a few seconds, was Chris S. and Michelle playing Twister. Yes, I wrote it down. I was like, that is so icky. It's so icky. I was like, thank God they don't have paint. Oh, my God. I'd be so mad. It would have been one of those things. I didn't, nothing else really about the date really bothered me, and I get bothered pretty easily, I feel like. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm sure it's been done before, but it's not one of those ones that I feel like, Oh my god, they do all the time kind of thing. But it's been done. Yeah, they did it on Peter's season. Um, with the women. But I liked this one because Peter's season was more like just women fighting and then wearing lingerie for some reason. Whereas this one was like a slumber party. Fun. Yeah. So I liked it. Pillow fights. Yeah, there were teddy bear fights. Like, it was cute. Um... But basically, though, Michelle gets the ick, I feel like, because she sees all of the men, like, just having fun together and, like, kind of being childish and, like, playful. Um, No one's talking to her. I did point out um, that she called Clayton over first. Mm -hmm. Um, And Clayton goes, who, me? Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I have, like, very mixed feelings. I, yeah. Because I think we kind of talked about this last night, um, but we were trying not to say too much. See, my thing is I don't feel like just because she was the bachelorette, the men should have to put all of the effort in, but I understand, like, that she would expect that. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was kind of off-putting that no one was. I was like, Leroy, you had, like, no time shown, like, Make an effort. Well, and my thing is, like, I think you can agree with this. Like, as women, at least for me, like, sometimes I want my partner to do things without me having to ask or me put in the effort. Yeah. And, like, yes, you both have to put in effort, obviously. Mm -hmm. But sometimes you want something to happen with it being unheard and then another thing is I feel like as we learn later like Michelle just has a lot of built-up trauma 
Yeah. And I think she got triggered. Yeah. No, I definitely agree. Um, I think, it, it, like you said, it was just a very big trigger for Michelle, and I get that. And for me, if it were me in that situation, like, I don't think I would have reacted that way just because I don't have that same trauma that she does. Mm-hmm. So, like, while I feel differently about it, it's not my place because I don't know how she feels going through it. Well, and, like, at first I was even, like, well, she doesn't feel seen, but what did she expect? Like, 12 they're men. just doing the day. Yeah, and there was 12 men. That's a lot. But on the other side, there are 12 men, and none of them approached her. Yeah. So I can understand why At least not felt. that we saw. Yeah. But at the same time, like part of me is just like oh you could have just like they were doing a lot of group activities together you could have like jumped in and like put a little effort in to get a lot of effort in return not that we know that they would have but like I don't know she just kind of I don't feel like the guys would just purposely move away from her and she just always seemed like she was on the opposite side of the room so -hmm. maybe it was like not purposeful or she was just moving away to see if someone would come up to her yeah I think too it's like she was on the season of The Bachelor, and the women would do anything to get Matt's attention, and now it's she's on the other side of it, and she's like, well, why doesn't, why is no one doing that for me? Not to generalize, but I feel like that's kind of the difference between men and women. When women, or like in my experience, when I like someone, I put myself out there, I make it known. And, like, I know a lot of girls, like, even if they don't tell them that they like them, they'll go out of their way to spend time with them. And, like, in my in my current relationship, Jalen's like, no, I, like, I really liked you, but I would have never said anything, like. I was about to say that I probably would have been more on the men side of it, where I would have just hung out with the other women. Yeah, like, me and you would have been like, oh, my God, teddy bears. Well, see, I feel like you would have been doing something to make the lead notice you, whereas me, I would just expect them to notice me as I'm, like, hanging out with the girls. I don't know. I don't... Okay, here's the thing. We're never going on this show, so it's, like, kind of fun to theorize because part of me would be, like... Part of me would just want to be like, no, I'm so noticeable. Like, they're going to notice me no matter what. But then the strategic fuckery side of me would be like, no, I'm the one and only. I'm going to make sure they know I'm the one and only. See, I I'm like a like bitch, you know? You would have the strategy. Oh, I would. I would not. You'd just be like, I'm going to go about it casually. See I would it be goes. the girl that would shine on the one-on-one. Oh, yeah, yeah, for sure. And we've talked about this. I feel like I would just surprise them on a one-on-one because they would, like, take me to see if it was anything deeper than just my fun personality like or, like, my yeah. playfulness. And then I would surprise them if I was able to get, like, deep with them. But also, if I didn't like the lead, you know I'd be the one to leave. Mm-hmm. Like, straight up. I, I might stay for a little while just to see how yeah, far I can go. Yeah, leave after fantasy suite. No, I, I wouldn't do that. Yeah, no, I know. No, no, I'd pull a Serena, though. Oh, my God. I forgot. That would happen to me. I would be going far, and then I would be like, wait. Do I have the egg yeah. from this person? <laughs> and then I would give a Joe. 
Oh my god. She really won. <laughs> she did. She won. Oh my god. Um, but then, of course, they do the whole um, whichever team of men wins the wrestling match. Um, they get to go to the evening portion, and then the other men gotta go home. And, um, so you have Clayton versus Joe, Ronnie versus Leroy, Will versus Nate, Casey versus Chris S., Brandon versus Olu, and then there was one other. Did you get Romeo and Chris G? No. Yeah. I mean, I like Christy. I'm sad he's gone, but I expected him to leave last week, so. I did, too. And why is Romeo there? Why? Wait, he left. He did, but I'm saying in this episode, why was he there? I don't know why Casey's going to be here next week. Casey scares me. He's terrifying. Um, Anyway, but after that, um, it was Casey, Clayton, Romeo, Alou, Leroy, and Nate. Who get to go mm-hmm. to the after party. I will say, I just want to point out, Nate made a comment about body. Mm, like, yeah. He said that Rodney was like a sack of potatoes and um, Leroy was like a 14, like a, the body of a... A 17-year-old boy yeah. or something. And like... Uh, it was Brandon, I think. The 17-year-old No, body. he was talking about Leroy because it was the two oh, that were fighting. okay. Um, I thought you said Brandon for some reason no. last night. And it just, like, it was disappointing to me because I'm like, well, a lot of people probably take that in good fun. For me, I'm just like, if this was women, that wouldn't be okay. Exactly. So we have to hold them to the same standard. Yeah. And I think it's also hard because we have heard part of Rodney's struggle with how he looks and always feeling like he's the underdog and feeling like he's not the most attractive. So saying stuff like that, which society typically deems as, like, not attractive, which I obviously don't agree with. Yeah. Like, I don't like assigning that, but, like, he knows, like, I know what he's saying when he says that kind of stuff because of how society has fucked up our minds, if that makes sense. Yeah. And here's... And... I mean, for all we know, Leroy could be struggling about the fact that he is more of a smaller build. Yeah. And so it just, like, for me, you have this guy, Nate, who is so built and, like, he's 6'8 and strong, saying this comment about the two men, and I don't think he meant any harm by it. Like, he said it with a laugh. Like, I think he said it in fun but it doesn't make it okay and i i agree and like i'm not gonna be like oh my god he's such a horrible person no no and you i mean we're both advocates for body awareness yeah just body positivity but some people just don't know yes agreed and so it's just more about like holding him accountable and then hoping yeah, like, that we're not learn. we're not only going to bring it up when it's a bachelor season yeah. and it's about women. No. To be honest, I don't think many people probably even thought about it. No. I honestly, I wasn't really listening that closely. I was writing something down, so when you said that, I was, like, very off-put. And I feel like a lot of people would, like, just hear that and, like, not think anything of it. Mm-hmm. And that, it sucks. Yeah. So. Um, um, yeah, but... 
Um, which men were on the winning team? Um, Casey, Clayton, Romeo, Alu, Leroy, and Nate. Okay. So, yeah. But then we get, like, a quick little snippet of Michelle talking to Caitlin, and she talks about how she's always been the one fighting in relationships, which, God, I felt seen because that's every relationship I was in before my one now, I was always the person fighting for the other one and it's exhausting and so I can also see another reason why she was triggered yeah and so then she mentions her trauma as well and so it just it makes more sense once we get that information no no no. and I agree um and that's when I was really like yeah you can't just think about how you would feel in that situation Mm -hmm. you have to think excuse me, about what the bachelor slash bachelorette has shared that she feels or, like, think that, like, hey, she doesn't have the same experience as me, so, and we're different people, so she probably is going to feel differently. Mm -hmm. So I was happy she didn't just, like, cancel the after-party date because I just don't know that I could have, if I was her and I felt the way that she did with her experiences... I don't know that I could have had those conversations with those men because they didn't make an effort to have a conversation with me all day. Yeah. And I'm so glad that she brought it up, but I also wish she would have brought it up to everyone. It could have avoided some stuff. Um, And I feel like... She could have literally just been like, bring them all. Or at least the 12 men because that was the problem. Bring them. And then talk to them, and then she could get to know all of them more. Yeah, and I just, like, she should have just said it before it was even the after party. Because, like, then she had to sit and get ready thinking about that. And, like, that would just make me not want to go even more. Yeah. I honestly thought she was going to cancel it after she had already gotten ready and sat down. Like, I thought she was just going to cancel it. And I was like, it's like, you spot. I know. I would have been like, no. Like, you look hot, but, like. Don't cancel it. <laughs> oh, um, oh my god. Which day was it? Oh, I Michelle know. was wearing the most horrendous dress in which oh, which fucking day it was like that. Was it the Rick date? Is it that grandma? Yeah, it was the Rick date. Okay, we'll talk about that then though. Fitting for him. Um yeah. but yeah, so she tells the men on the night portion about why she was upset and everything, and Alu says that she is every right to be and he's already crying before he even talks to her yes and i was just like he's so precious but also i'm like still skeptical about every guy and i'm like wait what are you gonna do okay see i feel like alu is two different people i think he's three different people so he's who he is around the guys he's who he is with michelle and then he's who he is who he is in the ITMs. Mm-hmm. Because he's kind of shady. He's shady as hell. He kind of reminds ITMs. me of Cross. Sometimes. Shady. Funny. He's yeah. very sweet to her. Oh and gosh. emotional with her. And then with the guys. Oh my god. god. <laughs> oh my god. We'll have to talk about him and Chris S. No, no, no. I already want to talk about it, but like, let's get through. Um, I want to talk about all the cocktail party stuff together because it'll make more sense together. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All of the men, though, when she sits down and talks to them, 
they're all apologetic um yeah I mean yeah I will say it was kind of a move I think for Michelle to specifically kind of pull Nate and be like hey like even though she was like I don't mean to specifically call you out that's kind of what it felt like Ooh, but for me one of the things that I think about that is I think already Nate is a comforting person for her and when she was sitting down and talking to him and then kind of ranting about everything you could just see that she was so comfortable talking to him Mm -hmm. and even though she was expressing frustration even frustration with him directly it was like she was still comforted and can still express that directly which I thought was important and I think that it's kind of like a subconscious thing where it was like she pulled him because he does bring her that comfortness. Yeah, and she already does have very strong feelings about him. Mm-hmm. And I think while he knows that and he knows his strong feelings, also there was 11 other men during the day portion and he maybe didn't want to step on anyone's toes. And well, I think it's a universal thing for the men. Yeah, and we already heard him kind of feeling confident so I don't think he felt the need during the day yeah and I I think I I think um Nate is really about those intimate moments with Michelle Mm mm-hmm yeah yeah sorry if you heard the blow dryer that's a roommate yeah sorry um but um the she does give out a rose i was surprised i didn't think anyone was going to get one yeah and then she had the conversation with lulu and i was like she might give it to him yeah if she gives it to anyone it'll be him and he tells her i appreciate you um and so he gets it yeah and yay i made a joke i was like oh she saw a man crying and said yes you get the rose (laughs) i mean fair like he reacted to her emotions with emotions Mm -hmm. and i can see where that's attractive yeah i love him i think i'm just so scared because he's in aries and i'm traumatized by aries men yeah, they're In pretty traumatizing. One. Like, yeah, they're so, pretty traumatizing. Um, 